This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. Whether it's White Boy Wednesday or not, it's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And also your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. And it's time for you in about 10 minutes. Whatever you got on your mind that you need to get off your chest, that you need to just get out of your head, Safe Space is here for you in 10 minutes at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Call right now so you can be heard at 888-729-3776. Safe Space, say whatever you like. Keep it clean. It's a family program. There'll be no judgment from Freddie and Harry. You get a chance to speak on it in about 10 minutes right here on ESPN Radio. And speaking of speaking on it, that brings us to Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, owner and GM and mouth almighty tongue everlasting that he is especially on his radio show, 105.3 to fan each and every Tuesday. Cowboys about to play a big, big game against the Philadelphia Eagles. As a matter of fact, Harry now will tell you which NFC team is the biggest threat to the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to do that after you hear Jerry Jones talking about that. It's not clear to him that San Francisco and Philly are better than the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I'm not saying it's clear. It may be clear to you, and that, but it's not clear to me. Uh, I'm not so sure where uh, that's, that remains. I will say this. We sure have the opportunity. We've got the talent the way Dak is playing, and we've got the opportunity to win any game we play against either of those teams. Do I think that we have a chance to beat either one of those teams when we play them? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, we can. And I think we've got an outstanding chance here Sunday against Philadelphia. And I think it won't be the same game when we play uh, uh, any of these teams the second time. It never is. Uh, But do I expect an all-out complete NFL war to over-exaggerate? Yes, I do. Played the San Francisco 49ers. They got the blood beat out of them. Mm -hmm. So that was clear. They lost to the Philadelphia Eagles already. That was clear. Even though they felt good about after they beat, after they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles the first time around. And for me, when it comes to Jerry, man, just let it play out. Right now, I don't mind. Say that after the game this weekend, you guys win. Mm-hmm. Everything don't have to be said before you play. Well, Jerry Jones loves to speak before, during, and after the game because he knows he is the biggest star with that franchise. It ain't the quarterback. It ain't C.D. Lamb. True. It ain't Micah Parsons. Jerry Jones knows when it comes to the star in the helmet, he is the star that is a part of that helmet when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. If Jerry Jones could be owner, GM, and coach and could get away with it, he would have done that a long time ago to say, look what I did. I'm here. It's me being here when it I'm comes to here. Jerry Jones. He's here all the time. So <laughs> I guess I'm surprised that it took this long because he's been awfully quiet. He hasn't said anything outlandish. But see, that that's why I'm saying that, Freddie, because on yeah. this, this winning streak, he's been yeah. cool, calm, and collected. He's been chilled. Yeah. Like, it's okay for one more week to be that way. Yeah. Then if you win this game this weekend, then you yeah. go on your little spree, Jerry. But, Harry, he can't help himself. What's the old line? I can change, but I don't want to. Maybe. That's Jerry Jones. He can change, but he don't want to. He's got a little bit of a taste like, man, we almost came close. We almost came close against the Eagles when we played them, even though they won by five points. But we were the better football team, especially in the second half. So now they get a chance to come to our building and the way our quarterback is playing. And we won 14 in a row. I feel pretty confident that whatever gap is between 
us and the <laughs> Eagles and the 49ers. It's not a large gap, and that's why I believe that this is going to be the year for the Dallas Cowboys. He can't help himself when he gets a little bit of a taste that he can see that on the horizon. It's right there where he can almost grasp it, and he can grab it, even though the Cowboys have yet to beat only one winning team during this stretch since they lost to the San Francisco 49ers. That is more than enough catnip to a guy like Jerry Jones, who never met a microphone he didn't want to speak into about the Dallas Cowboys. But I will say this about his football team, because, you know, when they got beat as bad as they did versus the San Francisco 49ers, man, a lot of things changed, right? I can also say right now, when you look at that tight end room, those guys have really stepped up tremendously. Jake Ferguson is really coming along at that tight end position, and it has become a guy that Dak Prescott can count on. He's yep. been consistent. C.D. Lamb, the way they, I don't want to say force, the way they target him, the way they should target a number one wide receiver. Absolutely. That's happening now. We see sprinkles of Brandon Cooks, and something we did not see previously before that San Francisco 49ers game or even in that football game. And I just think as a football team, the yeah. Dallas Cowboys are better. Mike McCarthy is better. So yeah. a lot of things are on the up and up right now when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And if they're able to get this victory this weekend versus the Philadelphia Eagles, in which, Freddie, I know I've been talking about Jalen Hurts and how I trust him more in yeah. this football game and the whole night. Uh-huh. After all that, I'm picking Dallas to win the doggone game. Wow. Oh, okay. We're going out on a limb on a Wednesday. Excuse me when it comes I'm, to Harry Douglas. I'm picking Dallas to win the game. Okay. Robert in Houston at 888-729-3776 and the Dr. Pepper call in line on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Robbie, Rob, what you got to say, my friend? Go ahead, Robert. I say, Robert. (laughs) Please don't do that. Just talk to us. (laughs) We haven't heard from Blast in New Mexico in a minute. Blast in New Mexico, my friend. What you got to say about the Cowboys and Eagles coming up on Sunday? What's poppin', fellas? First off, how y'all doing today? We are good, my friend. Always good to hear from you, brother. Slick, how you doing, Slick? Man, on the grind, on the grind daily. <laughs> Let's talk about this Philly game, bro. I've been a Philly fan since I was seven years old, 1989. Okay. I've watched them for every year, good, bad, ugly, don't matter. Jerry Jones popping off at the mouth way too much, mm-hmm. first off. Mm-hmm. Yes, 49ers came in and beat the brakes off of us. There wasn't a chance. There wasn't a snowball's chance in hell that we were going to win that game <laughs> the second they got their first first down. I knew it as a fan. I knew it as a football fanatic. Going into Sunday in Dallas, I think Dallas might have Philly's number. I'm saying that as a Cowboys fan because believe me, Jerry Jones has always made those kind of proclamations, all those announcements. And each and every time when it comes to Jerry Jones, I always have those two words. We'll see. Because I've heard this before from Jerry Jones about the Cowboys when they get a little bit of a taste of success and they think finally they're not going to be a championship-less organization like they've been 
since 1996. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. If you need insurance on motorcycles, boats, and RVs, if you need that protection on the road and on the water, well, then see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. This is your safe space, your sports therapy, your chance to get it off your chest. Safe space with Freddie and Harry. Like we have said before and we'll say it again, no judgment. We get out of your way and let the safe space be your way. At Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. It does not have to be sports related. But it's all about you related. 888-729-3776. Alex in the great state of Washington, what you got for the safe space? Hey, guys. I just wanted to say I'm always grateful when you guys take my uh, phone call, so I appreciate it. Appreciate you. Um, but I just wanted to take a moment of silence to uh, remember the Pac-12. Gone, but not forgotten. Man, I remember when they were the Pac-10, now they're the Pac-12, and now they're the no more pac and I'm just sad because I feel like this year was one of the greatest years of talent the Pac-12's ever had. And I, it's just going to be a bummer not getting to see those games in the Pac-12 network anymore. Yeah, I would say this. Amen. This season was a joy to watch the Pac-12. When you look at the quarterback play from Cameron Ward, Washington State, Shador Sanders at Colorado, Michael Penix Jr. at Washington, Bo Nix at Oregon, Caleb Williams at USC, mm-hmm. DJ Wangalale at uh, Oregon State. This conference really produced this season, and it's sad to see it go, but it's done. And yeah. and, 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 and I enjoyed everything about it. You talk Me about how, it gave us the excitement we needed for college football season, yeah. the high-powered offenses. And, you know, four I think four of those quarterbacks that I mentioned are in the top six or maybe top eight in passing yards in college football right now. How weird is it their final year in being a major conference and they were the best conference in football this year when it comes to the Pac-12? Jed Fish did a remarkable job with our University of Arizona. And it really, for a while, even Colorado, before, you know, everybody caught up to them, they were a storyline in the Pac-12. How weird is it their final year as a major college football program and they were the best conference top to bottom above anybody else in major college football in 2023? Michael in Houston, what you got for the safe space? Hey, man, I'm hearing a lot of static. Are you all hearing me pretty clear? Yeah, we got you clear. We got you. Okay. Hey, listen, I would like to revisit something that I didn't get a chance to talk about. I've been on last week what happened to the Florida State program. Is that okay? Of course. It's a safe space. Of course it's okay. Oh, hey, listen, three things I want to touch on. Does the, the reason I hate college football is what happened to those kids and what has happened to college football. College football is no longer about the kids. Uh, sportsmanship or any of that. What happened in that room happened with a lot of people who was all about the money. A lot of them never played the game because if you played the game, you would not have taken that for them kids. But I want to say some of the reasons they gave. And they said at any given Sunday, do the best team always win? That was one of the excuses. Then the other thing we always have, and I want to hear no analysts, nobody else who have a kid who's a little self-centered, and he said, well, he's not a team player. Because they punch a whole team for one player. And great teams always have a way to overcome. I would say this, Michael, everything you just said mm-hmm. is spot on. And 
I feel bad for saying what I'm about to say. Okay. And I hate that it happened to Florida State. You know somebody said, I feel bad. They're I, not about I, to I, feel bad. I, 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 I kind of do, but <laughs> <laughs> I covered those games uh-huh. extensively. Yeah. And they picked the right four. I'm sorry. I, I believe they got it right. But I'm not going to undervalue his point about no, it, he's, people he's, making decisions exactly. in the room that I, I they need better people in that room, as far as I'm concerned, going forward. They need they need more like the Harry Douglases of the world, the Ian Fitzsimmons of the world, the Heather Dinichers of the world, the the uh, uh, Joel Klatts of the world. They need more you people in that room. Sam more, Acho. Sam Acho, exactly. They need more of those people in that room than the people they have in that room time and time again. But then again, next year, there'll be 12 teams. Yep. It won't be as much vitriol like it was only having four for the final time this year. Bill in Wisconsin, my friend, the safe space is yours. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Bill, Appreciate it. Bill from the post office. Freddie, you know, long time, long time uh, listener. Uh-huh. You know what it is? When I listen to you, I think what makes you so good, I, li- I think about soul and R&B. <laughs> That's why so I think it's what, what a lot of uh, listeners think the same way as well because y'all click so well. Um, also, too, I thought, thought to myself that Sterling Sharp Lee should have been in the Packers Ring of Honor. Yes, you know, he, he if he was too fast, or he was too strong. He I always, I always felt that, um, unlike the you know the the, the neck the neck injury that that that, that uh, cut his career, I thought he should have been at least you know at least that if not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know what it is with Sterling Sharp. I think Sterling Sharp gets lost in the fact that he was in the same era with Michael Vick, Michael Irvin, excuse me, the Cowboys and Jerry Rice, San Francisco 49ers. When Sterling Sharp came out of the University of South Carolina, that was a bad mother. And ask Brett Favre how terrific that guy was. Shannon Sharp belongs to Pro Football Hall of Fame, but Sterling Sharp, he always says, I was the second-best receiver in my family, coming behind Sterling Sharp. Kevin, in North Carolina, what you got for the safe space? Uh, just wanted to say I love the show. Harry Douglas, my uh, wife still has a pink 83 jersey, so uh, I'm a huge Falcons fan, and uh, I- I'm mad at two things. One is the mediocrity of the Atlanta Falcons, continued mediocrity of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the second thing is the lack of coverage of the mediocrity of the Falcons. I never get to even <laughs> see anything about them being mediocre on the TV or anything else or on the radio. <laughs> like, <at> least, <laughs> All right, Kevin. So, love Kevin, I love that you're a Falcons fan. And shout out to your wife, man, for having the pink 83 jersey. I don't take things like that lightly, so shout out to her. Shout out to you for being a Falcons fan, too. Kevin, I will say this. Uh Embrace this moment right now, Kevin, because we are in first place in the (laughs) NFC South. And if we continue this, we are going to have, and I'm saying we because, yes, I'm still a part of that organization. Uh We're going to have a home playoff game. And, Kevin, I'm going to be right there in Mercedes-Benz Stadium with full access to any and everything. Shout out to Arthur Blank, who I love dearly. I love dearly. You know, so, Kevin, we got to enjoy this moment right now because everybody's team, uh-huh. sorry, Shannon, Devin, Freddie, everybody's team can't be in first place in that division. Well, which team for, which team for Freddie are you talking about? Oh, we, that team not in first place either. It's the Eagles right now. <laughs> that is true. I, I just find that funny from a Giants fan that may not be good in 2025 talking about my teams and everything like that. <laughs> the fact that you just uttered my teams. They are my teams. I never backed away from that. But even my Jets are sorry, but I'd rather my Jets be sorry than be a sorry behind Giants fan like you two are. See, y'all see how I took the attention, the negative 
thing off the Falcons and brought it to y'all. I love that. Redirection. Attaboy, Harry. Attaboy. And you created different tension. Yeah. Mr. Stirrer himself. Let y'all two go at it. I just thought it was great. Y'all three go at it. I just thought it was great when he said, I want to see more media coverage of my mediocre Falcons. That's the part. Christy Lee's, I swear to the heck, was dying laughing when she heard about that. He obviously didn't watch Get Up last week because I had Jesse Bates on that thing. Go, Jesse, go. Sco, Jesse, sco. Ridiculous. Yeah. Very ridiculous. About yeah, the 66 Falcons. I had, him, I had him on the screen, on the two. Uh, that was pretty funny when you did that. Pause, my brother. You had everybody out there <laughs> when it comes to that. Good Lord. I wonder how much, I wonder how often his wife wears the number 83. That's what I want to know. Hey, y'all if it doesn't cause it, Right. Don't start nothing, Devin. There yeah, won't be anything. Yeah, don't start nothing. There'll be nothing. Love Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More, and, and, yeah. You keep that up, you're going to make it like Divorce Wednesday. Stop starting stuff. There won't, don't start anything. There Damn, won't be anything. you stop that right now, Damn. See, this is what single people do. They don't care about married people's feelings. Exactly. That's what single people do as far as that goes. Mike in Washington, D.C., thanks for hitting us up on Freddie and Harry, part of Safe Space on ESPN Radio at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Big Mike, what you got? Harry, Freddie, love the show. Thank you, brother. Over these last couple days, over these last couple days, I, I I felt like there's too many haters coming out. The Eagles are still at ten and two, but everyone wrote them off because they lost to a good team. What have they been doing over the last rest of the season? Yes, they lost to the Jets way back when, but these last couple games they played, they beat Dallas, they beat Kansas City, they beat Buffalo. Three games in 13 days, and everyone's just like, we're done with them. The Eagles aren't going to be doing nothing. Like, what's going on? I need help. Yep, Mike, as a Cowboys fan, I'm going to say this out loud, so listen carefully. You would be an idiot to wipe away the Eagles or to write off the Eagles. Mm -hmm. You would be a flat-out, 100% unadulterated fool to wipe off that team because of what the 49ers did. Now, I will say this. If the 49ers play that way the rest of the season, I believe they're going to run the table. They're going to have a number one seed. They play like that. I don't think there's anybody in the NFL that can beat them. But riding off the Philadelphia Eagles, that hard to kill team, I'm not going to be that one that's going to do that. Well, let me say this. The San Francisco 49ers, aren't the, uh, the Eagles want the early team. They, they may look like that. Hint, hint, Cowboy fans, how quickly y'all forget. I didn't forget. No, no, no. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking about still a lot burned of, in my mind. I'm talking about a lot of other people. That, that's now, okay. You know, and, I, and I understand they're on this winning streak, but mm-hmm. I still can't get out of my mind that the San Francisco 49ers did that to both teams. Yes, yeah. It's okay to have convenient amnesia. I don't have that kind of amnesia <laughs> after what I saw Sunday and the my team, the Cowboys, back in October. Jesse in Ohio, my friend, the safe space is yours. Hey, um, so two things that are very unpopular opinions right now in this area, and that is number one, any picket should never start another game in the NFL. Ouch. I think for the rest of this season, you see what you've got in Mr. Trubisky. You see if he is somebody you want to invest any time in for next year. Because I feel like we already know Kenny Pickett is not it. And the other one is every single person who is dumb enough right now to be calling for Mike Tomlin's job needs to realize that we are very spoiled in the city of Pittsburgh and that we've never seen a 3-13 and 13 season. We've never seen a 4-12 and 12 season. And the reason we haven't seen those things is because there is a great captain behind the ship. He just so happens to lose a Hall of Fame quarterback, and we have yet to find anybody who's capable of handling the ball since then. Standing ovation yep. for Jesse in Ohio because I'm tired of those people out there saying, we need to get, to get rid of Mike Tomlin. We need somebody else in here. You know what's going to happen? 
that'll happen maybe one day, and then you'll get somebody else in there. They're going to say, man, I wish we had Mike Tomlin back. Mm-hmm. And I'll say as far as Kenny Pickett, man, there, there are some things I don't think he's seeing clearly on the football field right now. Just from me watching the film of right. him playing, watching the TV copy and watching the All-22, uh, but he's going to have to get it together or he's going to be replaced. Yeah. You know what Kenny Pickett is seeing clearly? Hitting guys in the numbers in the other uniform. <laughs> he's seeing that a I lot clearly. See clearly now. There you go. When the rain, the rain is, is gone. gone. <laughs> Speaking of rain, when it comes to the New York Jets, Robert Sala, the head coach, said this about Zach Wilson being named the starting quarterback again. As far as quarterback is concerned, uh, Zach will be the starter, Trevor will be the backup, and then uh, Rip will be the uh, third emergency. So is he your starter the rest of the year, no matter what? God willing. Okay, well, God willing, that's what Robert Sala said. Well, God willing, what did Zach Wilson have to say about being back again as the Jets starting quarterback? That's next on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas on Freddie Coleman, and this is ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Greeny, and we are bearing down on what might be the biggest weekend of the NFL season, including Chiefs and Bills and Cowboys and Eagles, and we will turn our attention to Week 14 in a big way Thursday morning. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. It is the Freddie and Harry Wednesday Groovathon presented by Progressive Insurance with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. He's going to be back. To hear him talking about Zach Wilson back as starter at quarterback for the New York Jets. Robert Sala said it this way. And then he gave a little head-scratching maneuver about the future. As far as quarterback is concerned, uh, Zach will be the starter. Trevor will be the backup. And then uh, Rip will be the uh, third emergency. Zach gives us our best chance to win, giving him another opportunity to go prove that. How did that conversation go when you told him? Uh, he was good. He's fired up. Like I said, on Monday, he came into my office. He wants the ball. Uh, and he's excited about getting this opportunity to finish the season strong. So is he your starter the rest of the year, no matter what? God willing. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Instead of being definitive or saying we'll see, <laughs> he decided to call on exercising the demons. God willing that Zach Wilson may be the quarterback, at least for the rest of the season. On the other side, Harry Douglas and everybody, Zach Wilson, what did he have to say about being back as a starting quarterback? A lot. Absolutely not. You know, absolutely not. I, uh, I love the guys in this locker room, and I would do anything. And I think anytime you have an opportunity to step on this field, you need to take advantage of it. Did you feel the need to address the team at all about that? Because that report kind of was widespread on Monday. No, I don't think so. And I think more than anything, I've had support from those guys through this entire process. I think guys understand where we're at right now. And I've had backing, you know, since day one. And that's why I love this team so much. And, you know, they understand the struggles we've been going through. And, you know, I think there can be a lot of respect shown to just keep fighting from everybody. And we're, we're all going through the same thing. I think anytime you have an opportunity, you're putting on for every team in the league, you know, whether that's here in New York or anywhere. I mean, it's not my it's not my option to choose what happens, right? But I do have the opportunity to control what happens on the field, at least from my play and my decision-making. And so, you know, I really think the focus is just going out there and playing the best I can. I don't think I need to think of it as, you know, oh, if I do this, then maybe someone will give me a chance or maybe the Jets will keep. It doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't. I'm, I'm out there to help this team win to focus on competing because that's what I love to do and I love spending time with these guys in the locker room every single day. Just make the play. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. 
your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. If you can. Just make the plays. If you can. You know what I mean? And I think what it, that, that's all it comes down to right now. You have an opportunity. You're going against the Houston Texans. A lot of people are talking about the Texans. I feel like the Houston Texans are a team that not a lot of people want to play right now, especially when it comes playoff time if they – make the playoffs. So if you're Zach Wilson and company, you have an opportunity to go out there versus a football team that a lot of people are high on right now mm-hmm. and showcase your, your talents, especially against a defense. Because when I look at Jonathan Grenard and what he's meant to the Texans defense, Will Anderson Jr. as a rookie, Derek Stinger, Stingler, uh, Stingley Jr., four interceptions in the last three games and how he's coming on this season as well, you have an opportunity to – Showcase your talents for the 90th time. <laughs> it seems like it's 900 times. Go out there, ball out, man. Get yeah. people off your back. Yeah, and, and I don't know what else to say right now about well, Zach Wilson. No, Hell, and, this is like and, the 90th time where, well, like, yeah, <laughs> I, just, because, I really don't. Because there's nothing else to say because if you're the New York Jets, you put yourself, not Harry Douglas, but as an organization, you put yourself in that situation because he hasn't worked out. You haven't coached him properly. He does not. He, I'm sure he has respect in the locker room. I don't want to say he has disrespect in the locker room. That's not a fair thing to say. I'm not going to make that a blanket statement. But there are plenty of his teammates, in my opinion, based on what I've heard and what I've seen, that look at him and say, man, I guess we got to go into battle with him because we don't have anybody else. And I thought it was very important because you said this not too long ago. When you don't have a plan, a plan B, and you're hoping that Zach Wilson was going to be your plan E to be a plan, a better plan A, 
Those are terrible plans if you're the New York Jets. And no one could have expected that Aaron Rodgers would be injured, play four into the regular season when it comes to the New York Jets. Nobody saw that happening opening night on Monday night when they played against the Buffalo Bills. But the Jets could have probably avoided this whole situation, but they were determined. We're going to let people know that this is why we drafted that guy with the second pick in the draft. We still believe in Zach Wilson that he cannot just be a quality NFL quarterback, but an NFL quarterback that can be a better player and a better leader, especially learning under Aaron Rodgers. If you can't play, watching a guy do it is not going to make you a better player. And we haven't seen anything that should give anybody in that Jets organization to say, another opportunity, it's going to be better. It's going to be the same old, same old. Then what are you going to do in the offseason? Because only Aaron Rodgers can protect him so much. And if he's back again next year, the backup quarterback, that tells you exactly how much power and stroke Aaron Rodgers has with that organization. Now, you know me. I don't like to see any player get released, not be on a roster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm the same way. But Josh Allen, man. I mean, excuse me, not Josh Allen. Zach Wilson. Ooh. We've Ooh. seen this story multiple times, Freddie. Yeah. And it's the same ending. Yes. It's the same book. Y'all know me. I get upset that we got to talk about it so much. <laughs> you can't stand it. I, I can't because we, we're talking about, a, <laughs> talking about a team that's not good right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> we talk about a team that's not good right now. Uh, and, and think about that quarterback class as we switch gears. Think about that quarterback class. Other than Trevor Lawrence, what he's been able to do and surviving that first year with Urban Meyer mm-hmm. and that situation, terrible coach, worst human being for that one year in Jacksonville. And time and time again, Trevor Lawrence always faced the music. He wasn't looking for people to speak up for him why things were going bad. He was going to do it. He said, hey, I know we're going through a tough time, but we got to stick together as an organization. We're going to be fine. He was able to command that locker room because that locker room looked at him and said, man, in our darkest days, that was the only light we had when it came to Trevor Lawrence. Look at the rest of the quarterbacks in that draft that may not be with their teams next year in the first round. When you got Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears, 49ers already moved on from Trey Lance. The Jets, many Jets fans are hoping that the Jets move on from Zach Wilson and Mac, or I guess Bart, Bart Scott was right from Bart Hunt, Mac and Cheese Jones when it comes to the Patriots. <laughs> it's unbelievable that we had all those quarterbacks taken in the top 15 and only one is going to work out seemingly when it comes to Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Freddie, I'll be honest with you, man. I shouldn't be surprised because I was warned from three different executives from three different teams mm-hmm. about this quarterback class and how they weren't too excited about it outside of Trevor Lawrence. Okay. All right. Like, they, they really wasn't. They wasn't high I on it. Bl- they, I can't blame them. And, and now we're at this point and we've, we're viewing all these quarterbacks. They were right. They were right about it. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie well, having I, I, the ESPN radio. I especially shouldn't be surprised. Well, did you see? I saw this a couple of days ago, and I wish I could remember who put it out there. When they talk about the struggles of Zach Wilson and the New York Jets going back to him and how's that going to work, and the reports are out there from Diana Rossini of The Athletic that there was a reluctance when it came to Zach Wilson. And even when she was on the Michael K show, 
down in New York on ESPN 98.7 FM. She said, oh, I don't worry about my sources. My sources are pretty well vetted. I work for the athletic. I can't just take the word or just a text message or one quick phone call from just one person close to Zach Wilson or one person close to the Jets. It doesn't work like that. And I think sometimes people forget because there is so much bad journalism out there right now that it's hard to trust. Um, but I can tell you, I've been working at the athletic for three months and it takes a lot to get a story published in terms of the screening of it and the people that have to be part of it. And it can't be low-level people. It has to be people that are in the situation, that are close to the situation. It has to be multiple. And that's why I stand by my reporting because, as you know, when you have all the information and all the main players are aware of it, all I can do is just report what I know. And that's what I've done. And, look, the Jets have to do what they have to do to clean this up because it looks bad right now as they're trying to just get through this regular season so they can just get to next year. See, so Dinah Rossini is like, I'm here for the smoke. But I stand by my story, and if you guys really want to go down that road, we can go down that road. But a couple of days ago, somebody put on social media about the whole Zach Wilson situation, that there was one scout that said he was surprised that Zach Wilson has not worked out because he said if he had the number one pick back then, he would have taken Zach Wilson with Trevor Lawrence. And I said, why is that guy an NFL scout? Well, was he anonymous? Of course he was anonymous. Boy, he was he not going to put his name on he, it. He needed to make himself clear. Go ahead, make, no, make yourself made known. Himself, he made himself clear that well, he, he should not it, be an NFL scout. He need to make himself known. I need to know who that was. I saw it on social media a couple of days ago. And I forgot. I think it was Kimberly Martin. I can't remember who put it out there that an anonymous person told an anonymous scout said, I'm surprised that Zach Wilson hasn't worked out because, you know, if I had the number one pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I would have taken him over Trevor Lawrence. In what century? Oh, man. See what I'll be talking about, Freddie? Like there's it. coaches that shouldn't be coaching. There's people in those positions that shouldn't be in those positions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to Zach Wilson, all of this is not his fault. No. Because no. the Jets should have never taken him with the second pick and said, this is your team already. And he hadn't proven anything and didn't get a chance to get acclimated to NFL life. Well, it wasn't stability. It was no um, stabilization either, though. No you know doubt. what I mean? So Absolutely. That hurt him, too. Yeah. So now that Harry Delks are talking, tired of talking about this, so am I. I'm Freddie Coleman. I'm Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining <laughs> us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You're going to hear the one regret that Trevor Lawrence has had so far being a member of the Jasper Jaguars. And in other news, if a kangaroo approaches, leave it alone. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Cannon. Coming up Thursday, the Steelers are in the playoff hunt, but I'll tell you why they need to draft a quarterback if they want to win a Super Bowl. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. In radio. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. It is the Freddie and Harry Wednesday Groovathon. Thanks for joining us. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Always on Sirius XM Channel 80. Always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio in about five minutes. Wait until the hair of the conversation. We're going to have about a kangaroo, a dog, and Devin King, one of our producers, that comes away in about five minutes. But I'm at Trevor Lawrence. He had a regret, my friend Harry Douglas, because we saw it from the other night. No. Where he, he has the ankle injury. Unfortunately, one of his offensive linemen stepped on his ankle. He slams his helmet down to the ground. They take him off the field. And people are wondering, <laughs> you guys have carts at every NFL venue for situations like this. And they don't just have one. They have multiple carts. So Trevor Lawrence didn't take one. And he said today, I probably should have taken a cart. We talked about getting a cart, and I was going to get a cart, and then I'm standing there, and I'm, I'm already on the sideline at that point. The tunnel's right there. I just wanted to get off the field, get out of there. I didn't know what was going on with my ankle, and I felt like I could get off. I was like, hey, you're good. Just don't bring it out. I'm going in. And then once I got in there, I'm like, this is a pretty long walk, you know. But I, I was already there, and they asked again if I wanted a cart. I'm like, no, we're going to make it the whole way there. I didn't know there was cameras in the tunnel, you know. So that's kind of there everywhere, exactly. So, uh, but no, it's, of course, we have carts, and we have everything we need, and I was the one that, that didn't choose to, to take one, you know. So I guess put that on me. Maybe that was dumb. Maybe I should have taken one, whatever. But um, it's nothing to do with us not having a card available. I don't think that would that would happen in the National Football League, especially here with the with the crew that we have. Macho, macho, man. I'm a pony. I'm a pony. I'm a pony. I'm Are you a doing pony. the nutty professor? Well done. <laughs> Look, Trevor Lawrence, switch. if you don't get that card, man... <laughs> yes, that's a long walk. You better get that cart. And, and, I, and I understand, man. He's like, I don't want them bringing no cart out here for me. I'm going to walk. I'm going to show everybody I'm, 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 I could be good. I don't want to bring no cart for me, Trevor Lawrence. You better get that cart. The best part for me as he's walking or being carried down the hallway and they're taking it step by step, inch by inch, <laughs> if you look closely at his face, he's saying to himself, this was not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you got that high ankle sprain. Oh, man. It's like he went out to the rain and said, I don't need an umbrella. And he got out there and also it looked like something where you need a big boat, an old man, and animals going in a two-by-two. And you're thinking, man, I should have brought my umbrella. One of his offensive linemen should have carried him. I'm sure he would have had plenty of 
suitors to do something like that. They should have carried him. Trey Hendrickson wanted to lift him up. The Cincinnati Bengals he defense did. alignment in a great sportsmanship mood. He was distraught when he seen what happened to Trevor Lawrence. Oh, my goodness. But put it this way. Trevor Lawrence is a lot of things. Stupid is not one of them. No. And he is very transparent by saying, yeah, that we got carts all over the place. <laughs> macho, I I, <laughs> macho, man. I'm a pony. I'm a pony. <laughs> Speaking of Eddie Murphy, best Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy role to you. What's the best Eddie Murphy role to you since you brought up the Ooh. macho man scene from the beginning of The Nutty Professor? I would say the one in The Nutty. F- no, you know what? Mm-hmm. Beverly Hill Cops. Okay. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Think of a nasty girl. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Phil! I don't care what nobody I said. That's Phil. I knew that was you. Phil! I'm going to go around the room. There we go. I'm going to go yeah. around the room. Shannon Penn, best Eddie Murphy role. Oh, it's hard not to go coming to America. Oh, okay, like that's, that's the, a good that's one. Right, right there at the top. No, that's a good one. Devin Kane, best Eddie Murphy role. Ah, uh, Probably coming to America. Okay. I like that one. Nick Carr, have you seen an Eddie Murphy movie? <laughs> You're gonna say Shrek. Watch him say Shrek. Oh my That's god. That's not bad though. I'm I am cultured. I have seen yeah. many Eddie Murphy. I'd probably say Beverly Hills Cop, but I do love coming to America. Okay. Ha, ha, you yeah. have no Nick stop. What do you mean? You seen Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah, he has. He's yes. A, he's a movie guy. Okay, Nick Carter is a movie now. guy. He he's a movie guy. You're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, his role? Trading places. Valentine? Oh. That's uh, their problem offices? Okay. <laughs> Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. <laughs> That's my favorite. Hey, he's I, that. I also like it, Beverly Hills Cops. Hey, Victor. Didn't think you'll see me again. Exactly. <laughs> I'm back. Hey, Victor. Yo, man, get the F away from me. <laughs> Next thing you know, he goes tumbling over the fruit and the ambrosia, and then he gets up, just stares at him. And Victor Midlife says, settle down, settle down. Yeah, he didn't forget that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, cuz? Are, <laughs> are you still mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. By the way, check out oh, Eddie Murphy man. in Candy Cane Land with um, Tracy Ellis Ross. It is really good. Oh, also life. Oh, the hell God. you mean life? We ain't even did nothing. Not for nothing. What's that's the like, worst we can get? That's like Life. That's like a lottery pick of the greatest comedians ever in just one what, movie. Freddie, just where the hell you think you're going? If somebody doesn't do something, there's going to be some consequences and repercussions around here. Not over no cornbread, Ray. Not the cornbread, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. And Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Each and every night about this time, we always give you some news. It could be sports news. It could be out of sports news. But it's always good news. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. This PSA from this program. If a kangaroo approaches, don't fight that kangaroo. What? Police officers east of Toronto had to deal with a situation on Monday involving an escaped kangaroo. This kangaroo hopped over its handlers and escaped last week what was supposed to be a brief stop at the Oshawa Zoo en route to Quebec. Now, the staff sergeant, Sour Main Nameless, Chris Beaulieu, says the kangaroo spotted in a rural area on Monday and an officer was punched in the face while recapturing it. Excuse me. Chris Bolu <laughs> said, and I quote, is something that he and his platoon mates will be remembering for the rest of their careers. I'm sure you wonder how did they catch the kangaroo? I'll be glad to tell you. They said uh, officers contacted, contacted the kangaroo's handlers, and they're on their device. They just actually grabbed it by the tail, and it kangaroo peacefully. 
listen, shout out to them because if I'm an officer and someone calls me by the kangaroo, I probably won't be showing up. <laughs> hey, man, y'all going to have to figure that one out on your own. Uh-uh. Man, kangaroo, by the you way. You see the muscles on, on, on them kangaroos? Well, the one video that Devin King, one of our producers, sent us, I guess a kangaroo apparently captured this dog. And this kangaroo looked like he wasn't working out in the outback. He was working on Shawshank. The dog, the dog was looking so submissive, like you know what, yep. you got it, kangaroo. Yeah, exactly. Take, take me wherever you want to take me. Take me to the king. Exactly. I got got by the, the owner. Kangaroo. Squared up though. Yeah, and the owner, and the owner got. What happened to the owner? Man, he, kangaroo gave him the one-two piece. The, the, one, the one-two piece with a Fido biscuit. That's what he gave him. <laughs> Man, how crazy. You a human being squaring up with a kangaroo. But that kangaroo that Devin sent the video to us in Texas, that kangaroo, man, he looked like something out of Oz. He, he looked, did. He looked, he looked like uh, out of BC. He out looked of like Oz. he may, may have been on a little dope, too. He was definitely on some roids, man. <laughs> but the thing is, if you take my dog, I'm squaring up. And that'll be the last we see of Devin Kane. Yeah, okay. And he's okay, going to take Dev. that dog and go away. You got to go he, to the body he, first. He was a good dog. <laughs> exactly. Kangaroo probably went home to his parents or to his house. Honey, what happened? Man, some fool tried to square up on me trying to get his dog back. What happened? I took care of that fool, and we're having a dog for dinner. That's how that's going to go. He was a good one. Everett Ian comes your way next. I don't think they have any kangaroo stories, but we'll see. For Harry Dougs and Freddie Coleman, this has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. And always leave those kangaroos alone. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.